0: Phase one, honoring the way that we were designed by God or by the creator to love and be loved is the key to incredible relationship magic. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is episode 51 and I am super stoked about this installment of the podcast because this is the first ever numerology Q&A that I've done on here. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering a listener's question around love and compatibility. And the reason why I chose her question is because I think that this is something that you and I have pondered and contemplated in the middle of the night and on long walks and long hikes underneath the stars. And I think by tapping the wisdom of numerology to answer this question, it's going to give you a renewed sense of inspiration and excitement on how to create deeply connected and successful love in your life. So before we dive into all that juicy stuff, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for those of you who joined me in the five-day joy challenge for March, who commented over on the blog. You guys are so awesome. You shared the most incredible ideas for how to turn every day into a day that feels like our birthday, like Christmas, like a field trip day. (laughs) It was so great. And please let us not forget the results and the miracles that we experienced from doing this challenge and leveraging the energy of March. You know, we made more money. We experienced more abundance. We received more compliments. We saw our bodies respond and transform faster. (sighs) I cannot wait to share with you the April forecast because there's even more goodness in store. Okay so let's dive into this question. Now, remember in episode 48, I made you a promise. I told you that I was going to reveal the relationship magic work to you so that you could experience miracles in your love life. Remember? The Relationship Magic work is based on the premise that numerology isn't just this super cool personality typing system, but it's also this gift from your creator to learn how to best love others like they've never been loved before and how to best be loved by others so that you can finally be cherished and adored like you've always wanted to be. And I received so many wonderful questions wonderful questions around love and relationships, but there was one that stood out to me that I wanted to address first. (laughs) And you're going to laugh when you hear it, because I'm kind of starting out in the deep end of the pool with this one, (laughs) but that's okay, because that's how you and I roll. I mean, we just go deep right from the get-go. Okay, so this question comes from Chelsea, and here's what she writes. At. Something I struggle with is an insecurity in the future of my relationship. Being in a long term partnership can at times raise questions and fears like how can we both honor our paths while continuing to expand the partnership? What if we outgrow one another? What if we can't or don't want to meet the other's needs anymore as we keep expanding? Often, I wonder whether these doubts I have are rooted in my own insecurities or if they're actually some kind of intuitive ping about the future of the relationship. I know I have some work to do on my own. I know that I have some work to do around self love and self esteem, and I try my best to not project onto my partner, but the question does pop up in my mind. So, Am I just manifesting my own demise or is this actually some kind of truth about the relationship that I haven't fully realized yet? Oh, Chelsea, this is such a brilliant question. There are a lot of different topics here, but there's one thing that I think is at the core root of what you're experiencing. And it is a component of fundamental philosophical confusion for you and I as we've navigated this self-help, self-development, new age world in regards to relationships, right? It's like, if I'm experiencing doubt in my relationship, is it about me and about inner work that I need to be doing? Or is it about them? You know, on one side of the spectrum, like in the law of attraction world, We think, well, if we just love ourselves and get happy, then we'll attract great love. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we think to ourselves, well, if we find the right person, then it's smooth sailing and we'll be able to create great love, right? The right person meaning the person with the right personality type, the right numbers, the right astrological profile. Yeah, so that is the conundrum, isn't it? But the thing is, both of these premises are false. They are. So you can kind of breathe a sigh of relief. Both of these premises are actually what handicaps most of us from being able to experience the kind of soulmate relationships that we want. Right, The thought that, well, maybe there's something wrong with me that I need to focus on, or maybe there's something wrong with them that I need to fix or get away from. Right? <laughs> ah. Here's the thing. In my experience, this relationship doubt most often shows up simply because of something very basic. And here's what it is. We've bypassed phase one in the relationship magic work. Now, what's phase one? Phase one is really simple. It's where you honor the unique way that you were designed to love and be loved. This is where you learn about the numbers in your chart. You learn about your desires, your needs, and your gifts. You learn how to quit denying, suppressing, or pushing these aspects of yourself down or away, and then you communicate this unique essence of you and these unique requirements that you have, you communicate them to the special people in your life. This phase, phase one, honoring the way that we were designed by God or by the creator to love and be loved is the key to incredible relationship magic and bypassing phase 1 is where we run into a lot of problems when we bypass phase 1 it's kind of like it's kind of like you and your partner are flying this big 747 together you know, and your collective lives and your collective destinies are sitting in the passenger seats. And here you guys are in the cockpit, flying this massive, beautiful plane that could take you anywhere, right? But you don't have any idea how to operate it, how to refuel it, and you don't even know where your destination is, right? This is what most of us do in relationships. We're flying this big, beautiful thing together, but we don't even know what we're doing. (laughs) And so it's only natural to have these moments where we feel insecure and we feel lost. Of course, it's going to be hard for you to feel confident as a pilot. And it's going to be really difficult for your co-pilot, who may be totally qualified to be there with you, It's going to be difficult for them to do a good and effective job because they don't have access to the right information, because they don't have access to your unique instruction manual, right? You remember in episode 48, we talked about this law of uniqueness. Numerology teaches us that there is this fundamental law of uniqueness that we are each completely designed different we each have our own unique algorithm of numbers so we always have to assume that everyone we love doesn't know how to love us and we got to teach them and that's where phase 1 comes in you got to know yourself which Most people, I think, right there don't even have access to that information, so we got to know ourselves. we got to quit denying these things that we know about ourselves, making them wrong, making them bad, and then we have to bravely and boldly communicate who we are and what we need to the people that we've chosen to fly with. So back to this fundamental conundrum in the New Age self-development world, right? Back to this thing that we've been philosophically debating in the middle of the night. Do we just need to work on ourselves and fill ourselves up and then we're going to attract good experiences? No. No. Phase one does require self-awareness and it does require self-acceptance. But it also requires a powerful final step communicating to your partner who you are and what you need. So they have the information they need to be able to truly be effective loving you. (laughs) And the other false premise, right? The other thing that we've been contemplating is well, are we picking up on something intuitively wrong? With a relationship, is that why I'm feeling this doubt, this insecurity, this missing link? <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. That's, that's a leap. Because if your partner doesn't have the right manual or the right information yet, yeah, you're probably sensing something's off, but it's not for the reason that you think it is. It could simply be because you haven't given yourself, your partner, or the relationship the chance it needs you haven't given it the information it needs to successfully love you. So, phase one is multi layered, right? We've talked about these three steps knowing what your numbers are, learning how to embrace them versus deny them. And then, step three is communicating them. But, Chelsea, I did your numbers, and I want to give you a little bit of phase one right now. I know being a six life path, I know it means that you kind of try to be the glue that keeps everybody together and you're trying to embody being the caregiver and the healer. And sometimes what that means is that you sacrifice your needs. You don't even really think about your needs, but did you know that you have a one heart's desire? Your heart's desire is talking about what you most secretly want to receive from your partner. And if you don't receive this, if you don't become aware of this need and communicate this need, you're going to feel empty. And that one heart's desire, it means you want to be number one. You want to know that you are the most important person in your partner's life. And you need to let your partner know What makes you feel important? You need to get specific with them about what makes you feel like you are his or her number one girl. Start there because 100% guaranteed they have no idea that you need to feel like you're number one, not when you have that six life path. They think that you've got it all down. They think that you are just like, <laughs> you know, this caregiver healer who just gives, gives, gives. They don't know that you have this deep yearning to be their number one. They have no idea. And when you come to terms with this and no longer see it as being some sort of low level, selfish desire, when you no longer judge this need, but you actually see it as divine, when you see it as the way that you go deep with your partner, feel safe with your partner, feel vulnerable, feel like you can open up with them, when you accept that this is actually a part of the equation for you to create massively successful soulmate love, your partner is going to feel like the luckiest person in the world because you will have just revealed to them an essential component and how they can be successful with you. Man, when we start activating phase one, when we start activating our own unique love code in our chart and communicating that to the people in our lives, magic happens. By knowing and embracing our numbers, we increase our attraction, we increase our magnetism, but you know what else happens? Exactly what you've been needing You experience a natural and organic clarity about who is meant to journey with you hand in hand for the long haul in your life because it's only when we reveal our true needs that we're able to realize that the person that's with us is somebody who really wants to fulfill them or maybe doesn't have the capacity to. You need somebody who wants to study and master your instruction manual and take on the blessed gift and privilege of learning how to love you page by page. So if you're listening to this and you are curious about your own unique love code, I've got a little treat for you for the first three people that comment on the blog, on episode 51's blog, with your birth name and birth date, and a very brief question. The first three people, I will do your chart and I will give you a couple tidbits on how to activate phase one in your life. How to activate phase one so you can experience relationship magic right away. And if you want in-depth one-on-one sessions, there is always a link in the show notes to work with me and for you and I to go absolutely in depth and in detail into how to create amazing love in your life or amazing success in your life through your incredible numbers. Now, stay tuned because the next two episodes are going to be amazing. In episode 52, We're going to embrace the energy of April. It's going to be your April forecast. And man, oh man, I have great news. This is going to be a month where you can actually sit back and relax a little bit. (laughs) And in episode 53, I'm going to reveal the most powerful number for manifestation. A number that you can use to materialize your dreams and your desires ASAP. I'm not saying this as like a marketing like I'm not saying this as a marketing ploy. Honestly, this is the most powerful number that's going to get you the fastest results in achieving your dream body, your dream career, or your dream love life. So if this episode was helpful, please go over to iTunes, Google play, whatever platform you use to comment and rate the podcast. It helps me tremendously. And please comment on the blog and let me know how you're doing. What's on your mind. I cannot wait to read them and I'll talk with you guys in the next episode.